Well, good morning, my friend. Monday morning, welcome to the Pastors Podcast. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. The last Sunday before Christmas was yesterday, and I hope that you was in church. We had a wonderful day here at Maranatha Baptist Church. Well, God was good to us here. Had a great attendance. Packed out house both Sunday morning, Sunday night. Extra chairs on Sunday morning. Um, and that was just in one of our total of six services that we have going on on Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, I almost had to bring out the chair. And it was exciting seeing people saved and baptized. The Lord still unknown, my friend. And um, if you get busy, you might be able to see him work through your life. And of course, this is a week right before Christmas. Next Sunday is the Sunday after Christmas. And again, um, be in church, Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night. And if your church cancels church next Sunday, change churches. Um, any church that cancels church for Christmas ought to close its doors and go to a real church. This is not about us. It's not about family. It is about Jesus Christ. Don't forget that. I'm tired. We're losing our nation. 30% of America is now totally unchurched. One third of our nation's unchurched. We cried about churches being open when the government mandated that churches being closed. And then churches have forgotten. Pastors have forgotten. Some pastors just need to get out of the ministry because they're trying to find ways to cancel things instead of trying to find ways to do things. And boy, we're losing our nation. And um, somewhere we've got to get serious about this thing about the Lord. It's either real or it's not, my friend. If it's not real, then close it down. But I believe it's real. That's why you ought to have church. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Don't cancel it. Be in church and you be there. Don't you sit at home be a lazy bum. You be there with your pastor and support him as he's trying to do the right thing. And God will certainly bless. I hope you have a wonderful week this week as we start the week out. Uh, most of us will have just a normal week. Some will get Friday off because of Christmas. And I understand all of that. But you stay faithful this week. And serve the Lord. I want to read to you this morning from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 18. The scripture says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. The words comfort one another are not a suggestion, but it's a command. God commands us to comfort each other with the promise of his return. We live in days when people live in turmoil and the need for comfort is great. The scriptures show several tools that we can use to comfort. Now, these tools will not only be a comfort to others. I want you to get this, but they will also be a comfort to you when you are in need of comfort. Now, let me share these tools um, that God's given us to be able to, to give comfort and to receive comfort. First, the first tool of comfort is to rise and serve the Lord. Jesus said in Mark 10, 49, be of good comfort, rise. That was the next word he said. You'll never find comfort, listen to this, by sitting. Um, you receive comfort through serving. Um, those who sit and wait for comfort, they'll never find it. Because comfort is, not, is, re or comfort is received through action. The longer you sit and wait for comfort, the more painful the hurts of life will be. You only find God's comfort by rising and serving. Sec the second tool of comfort is faith. Jesus said in Luke 8, 48, daughter, be of good comfort. 
Thy faith hath made thee whole, go in peace. Now, where did she find the comfort? Through faith. Faith in God and his abilities always brings comfort to the heart of every believer. There is comfort in knowing that the God who can perform great miracles of the faith in the present is powerful enough to care for your hurts. You'll never know the whole comfort of God without living by faith. The third tool of comfort is only achieved by being filled with the Holy Ghost. In Acts 9.31, the church walked in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Um, in John 14.16, the Holy Ghost is called our comforter. You see, you will not know God's comforter until you are yielded to the comforter and allow him to fill you and comfort your life. It's the Holy Ghost who comforts. So, so um, that, that helps us. So it makes sense to be filled with the Holy Ghost if you're going to receive his comfort to help others in their time of need. Now, the fourth tool of comfort is found in the scriptures. Romans 15, 4, uh, 15, 4 talks about the comfort of the scriptures. You'll never receive the help you need without the scriptures. To sulk in your hurts won't help comfort you. If you need comfort, my friend, run to the scriptures. If you need, com if you need comfort to help others, let the scriptures do the comforting work that they're meant to do. The fifth tool of comfort is found in preaching. 1 Corinthians 14.3 shows us that one of the purposes of preaching is to comfort. You'll never receive the comfort you need in times of hurt by missing church. Many could have received the comfort they needed had they been in church to hear the message of comfort that God wanted to give them. Don't blame God for not giving you the comfort when you miss church. God uses preaching to comfort you in your times of hurt. The sixth tool of comfort is found in helping others. 2 Corinthians 7.13 talks about receiving comfort by giving comfort. The best way you can get the comfort you need is to rise and go comfort someone else in their hard times. And by doing so, get this now. You become that conduit that God's comfort flows through to help others. Now, let me ask a question. Who gets the most of that comfort? You do. Why? You're helping others. It flows through you first, and it, then it helps others. The seventh tool of comfort is remember the Lord's return. Jesus is coming again. Don't forget that. The greatest comfort is knowing that all the hurts will be gone one day. And that day could be today, my friend, because Christ's return is imminent. Hey, listening for the trumpet of Christ's return brings comfort to your soul. Now, this is what's interesting to me. I was thinking about this this morning. Isn't it interesting? God gives us seven tools of comfort. The number seven is God's complete number. God's completeness in comfort comes from these seven things. In other words, you can't pick and choose which one you want to get your comfort. All seven must be employed to get the comfort that you need from God to help you in your time of needs. Oh, my friend, this is a day that we need some comfort. Let's take these seven tools. Let's apply them. 
Let's put them in our life so we can, one, we can receive the comfort we need, but most of all, that we can be God's conduit to help somebody else. I hope this is a help to you today. Remember, my friend, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great week, my friend.